I'm Adam. And I'm Meg. And we're going to watch Breaking Bad. In reverse. Breaking Backwards? Hello, everybody. Hi, everyone. Uh, it's Adam and Meg here. You know us. Uh, it's Breaking Backwards. We're doing it. Uh, a little earlier in the day than we normally do. That's true. And also, this is the uh, highly anticipated, not dirty episode that we were going to attempt to do. Oh, poop. I totally forgot. Okay. <laughs> well, so it's going to be a fly by the seat of your pants situation. Did I, uh, did, did I swear in the intro? I don't think so. Okay, good. Okay, 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 okay. So wow. uh, we're going to make a real effort here not to mm -hmm. be disgusting like we usually are. Mm -hmm. Which is going to be hard because I already almost just mentioned how I... Nope, mm -hmm. can't say it. I can't say it. Don't don't say it. Save it for next week. I, uh, if it's just like some swears, I'll, I will bleep them. But if it's uh, like if we start talking about, you know, what comes out of where and how yeah. much, I'll, I'll, I'll be like, F it, we're, we're off the wagon. So we'll see what happens. Our wagon chat status has changed. Mm -hmm. Um... But yeah, we just watched episode uh, 22 for us, uh, Hermanos. I have somebody who constantly asks me, hey, what episode are you watching this week? And I go, I don't know. Yeah, we don't tell her. Meg finds <laughs> out by the email subject line of Netflix party that I send her. Yes, and I go, oh, okay, mm -hmm. sounds good. And then mm -hmm. I consume the media. Um, this is going to be a very tame episode if we can't talk about anything you know what breaking bad was originally pitched as an hbo show where they could have boobs and the f word and uh the c word and all those words but then they got picked up by mc and they had to rein it in and you know what still a good show me and you you we can rein it in we okay we can do that and you know, you know oh i almost just do you know how many listeners we can get with a with a clean episode? this is gonna make a big difference in our and, lives yeah it's gonna like parents are gonna like just be scrolling through their phones and go, oh hey hey uh, Jeff, you can you can listen to this. This is for kids basically. Yeah, no, absolutely. I also think though that you haven't been around a lot of like elementary schools lately because the name Jeff isn't uh, present is it and it's not. Sorry, hey. Uh... Jackson with an X. Jackson with an X. Okay, I was gonna say like <laughs> hey. Uh... Uh, Bran Stark. I don't know. Parents are naming their kids after Game of Thrones characters a lot now. There's and some we'll... Lunas. There's a Luna there. There's uh There's a lot of Sophias. So that's that a, just... I mean, that's a classic. No, no, no one should yeah. take that away. Yeah. No. It's just there's like a lot of them. Okay. Um. All right. So I don't know. Before we get started, would you perhaps like to join me inside the? And then start the pander dome. Hello, Meg. Hello, Adam. It's so nice in here in the pander dome. Uh, did Meg controlled? It's probably no surprise to you as you and I used to both be residents of the state of California. Uh, Very true. But now just you are. Uh, yes. Uh, the, of, the, of all the states, of the, all 50 of them, the biggest 
listening demographic. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm going to start okay. the whole thing over. No, just, <laughs> just keep going. You're okay. doing a really good job. Mm-hmm. The state that we have the most listeners from is California. Checks uh, out. But the state that we have the second most listeners from is a little place called Ohio. Ohio. Ohio, the Buckeye State. Yes. Yeah, which I is don't it, know. I don't know anyone from Ohio. Is it the Buckeye State? What state is your? What is yours? I'm from the Hawkeye State. Totally okay. different. We're <laughs> and we're offended that you'd mix us up. Okay, so the Buckeye State is. Um, they like what do they like there? They like Cincinnati. They like Cleveland. Oh, you know what they have? Akron, Ohio is where they founded AA, so they like their, you know, accountability programs, I guess. Yeah, they sure do. Uh, yeah, we like that too. Um, go Ohio, the Ohio State University. It's, they have a team uh, mm. where it's not Ohio State, it's the Ohio State University. It's very cool of them Wait, to do. there's a difference between those two institutions? There is no Ohio State University. It's just called the Ohio State University, which is not stupid and redundant. <laughs> okay. And I, because I'm pandering to them and it's totally fine. What's the purpose of the uh, article before Ohio State? It's not probably some tradition bullshit that's uh, <laughs> probably could have gotten ironed out at some point. It, but it's, it's so cool. Meg, it's part of their culture. Oh yeah, no, it's super cool. I bet I bet that Ohio has a real interesting type of I bet there's a Cincinnati or a Cleveland dog, like hot dog that that's good. Oh yeah. Uh, Cleveland, uh one thing Ohioans love is the 2016 Republican National Convention. They love that. Uh oh, they, they had yeah. that there. They love um don't they have a rock and roll museum in Cleveland? I think so. Uh No, it's got... a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. What the fuck am I talking about? Oh yeah, sure. I don't know. They love a uh, John Kasich, he seems cool. He was that reasonable guy in the 2016 Republican primary. And then that's true. Yeah. They had him standing at that crossroads at the DNC this year to form a uh, visual. I don't know if you watched that, but it was silly. I did not watch that because I was afraid to. Oh, uh, he, he was a, he's a Republican, but he was at the DNC and he was standing at a literal crossroads. And he's like, our country's at a crossroads. And uh, he's like, I may be a Republican, but I'm voting for Joe Biden. And I was like, that. It's cute. Uh, they oh, Ohio does have a legitimately like dope ass senator named Sherrod Brown. Maybe you heard of him? I don't know if you have, mm, but he's really he's really cool. He has a uh, there's a documentary the Obamas made called American Factory that takes place in Ohio, and Sherrod oh. shows up there and is really cool. Um, so I need, yeah, a lot going for you, Ohio. Good, uh, good on you, Ohio, for all the things you have going for you. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it just, uh, your capital's Columbus. That's pretty cool. Um, and, uh, ooh, and, uh, ooh, ah, ooh, 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 one second. Um, oh, Governor Mike DeWine, I bet he's doing a good job. And, uh, sure. And, uh, you were, oh man, you little old Ohio, you've been in the Union since 1803. So, Ohio, thank you for all of the gifts you continue to give us on a daily basics. Base, thank, basic, basis. Thank you for your four. Basis. Thank you for your forty-four thousand eight hundred and twenty-five square miles of Ooh. gifts, and <laughs> we'd like to thank all eleven million six hundred eighty-nine thousand one hundred of you. Thank you, Ohio, and all of its residents therein for giving it, giving us your attention uh, and your listenership. Mm-hmm. And now. 
I got to get out of here because it's getting stuffy because we're loving on Ohio so much. Ooh, yeah. All right. One big hug, Ohio, and then bye. Bye. That was fun. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, let's, uh, I know it's stuffy, but we should put on our jackets. Okay, I'm going to get my jacket. Yeah. It's in storage, though, so hold on. All right. Okay. I've got it. I've okay, got it here. I got mine on, too. Uh, yeah. yeah, so this cold open was a little a confusing for you, I bet. Yes. I didn't know what was going on, and I was still confused by the end of the cold open. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this whole cold open is a flashback mm. and I will say that a portion of it is a clip from an earlier episode. Okay. So that's why like, I don't know, some of it didn't make sense within the content. Like you're like, why did we see that? And, like it just kind of felt non sequitur. Yeah. Um, so th- that was that, uh, the, the more important stuff is Gus talking to Hector. Yes. Uh-huh. So, um, can you, let's, let's, uh, you really wa- guide me through this. Could you please? Okay, man. Next time, next show, neither of us know what's going on. This is going to be, it's going to be rough. Uh, <laughs> and I can't wait. Uh, okay. So two people have died. Uh, yes. they are cartel people, uh, and they were killed by Hank is what Gus is saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and they seem to, I, I'm trying to just only dip, uh, parse that information that you would have access to if you like went through this with a fine tooth comb. Um, yes. and Gus meets Hector Salamanca and tells him that, uh, it was Hank, Hank who killed them. Uh, and they were trying to kill Hank, mm-hmm. but, uh, Hank was warned at the last minute is what Gus says. And he kind of hints, oh, maybe he's kind of being a cheeky little bastard and saying mm, maybe maybe it was me who knows uh and then it ends with him going that's what happens with blood for blood hector uh, yes and, and then pl- we see the wa- the blood in the water some blood in the water and yeah yeah and you're like yeah, that's a real son of a bitch to clean <laughs> so i guess for me i was a little like i even said like Gomez, Steve looks so different because he mm-hmm. doesn't have his uh, goatee and everything. And then in the next scene, he has a goatee. So I, I was confused by that, but you mm-hmm. didn't seem to take issue with it. So I didn't realize how much of a flashback it was. I, I really didn't know. So there you go. That okay. explains that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah it, uh, I don't know how long ago specifically. And if I knew, I wouldn't tell you. But, Thank uh, you. But yeah. For so that... Preserving the integrity of this podcast. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's, a, it's an experiment, guys. And you know... Scientists don't just do whatever in the lab. You got to have variables. Uh, independent and uh, what's the other one? Just independent and uh, constant? Sure. Yes. Notoriously not interested in science is Where, the person you're Did you you're graduate driving. summa cum laude? Yeah, from a fucking liberal arts school. I took statistics and shit, you know? I kind of just assumed you were a scientist, so uh, whoops. Oh, Oh, uh, this is a degree in writing, producing television that I'm very okay. good at. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For the listeners, yeah. if you didn't know, uh, bad friend is what I am. And uh, <laughs> don't listen is what I do. Okay. Uh, 
So I, I, I forget exactly, but I got it all up here. It goes to Gus at the DEA. So that's where you see Gomez with that beard. Yes. Um, and what, yeah, what'd you make of this? Cause they do describe a lot of stuff that has ha- has happened. Are you talking about with Gail and everything? Well, when Gail, the- yeah. Okay. So, uh, what I made of this scene is as follows. It seemed like I, the name Gail has come up a few times. So mm-hmm. I know for a fact that like, uh, this is probably someone who was in cahoots with Gus. I don't know. It doesn't seem like they were. Or were they in competition with each other? I can't really tell. It seems like um, these bad guys are getting a little bit more nuanced and their relationships are a little bit more nuanced than like the kind of black and white of the good guy, bad guy dynamic in the last season. Mm -hmm. So uh, as of right now, it seems like maybe Gail was some type of partner that they had to cross because he was getting up his own ass with power or something like that. Up his Um, own own butt. Oh, up his own butt. Up Up his his own own butt, butt, man. Up his own butt. Up his own butt. What what is this... Comedy open mic night at the Apollo? What is it? Come on. <laughs> what is this late night blues improv? What? Come on. Okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'm going to have to bleep that whole thing because you tainted it with your A word. Could you just cover up the A word? I guess. I don't know. Can you incorporate a donkey into your story so I can be like, oh, no, she was talking about, you know, an ass. And also there was a donkey in the scene. Right, okay, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Good, 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 good. Good. Sorry, well, yeah, so he was being a hard butt. Uh, he was being a, butt. A, up his own butt. Okay. Uh, I, I'm. This is all uh, wild speculation. Mm-hmm. So that's what I gleaned from this scene. And so it seemed as though the DEA was trying to get to the bottom of how he died. And this is the scene where Gus has his fingerprints. They're like, hey, you had fingerprints at the crime scene, and he does some fast talking to get him out of it, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah his cover story is basically like, hey, Gail was a recipient of a scholarship that Gus created, um, and they hadn't talked for a long time, and Gail invited him to get money. Um, yeah. And he's dead, and that's why his uh, fingerprints are there. Then they ask Gus his real name, and he's like, it's uh, Gus Frank. It's on my name tag right here. Yeah, Chili's bad at keeping birth records. Everyone knows this. How mm-hmm. dare you ask me? Where do you fit him? The country's a straight line. <laughs> you can't fit records there. If they kept all the records, there'd just be records towering to the sky. It's impossible. Yeah, and they would, or they'd get too close to the ocean and they'd get wet. So you can't have yeah. records in Chile. And I'm surprised Hank didn't know that. He usually seems uh, uh, pretty sharp. Uh, so yeah, all the other investigators are like, seems, seems cool. So I don't checks know Checks out, checks out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, uh, see ya at golf or whatever, uh, older men say. Uh, that's so what they say. See, see you at, you at joint golf. colonoscopies. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, oh, actually, but the immediate thing we first see, and it makes sense that it would not be on this Wikipedia entry is, uh, Walt just pre- Procedure of some kind, like a CAT scan, I think. Oh, yes. Yes. And, He's getting in a MRI machine or some type of magnet machine, and there's a scared man there we've mm-hmm. never seen before and we'll never see again, and he's mm-hmm. kind of beautiful, and I don't understand why the show's not about him, but whatever. Uh, and he explains how scared he is, and Walt is like, hey, I'm the boss of my life. We all got a death sentence. I'm in charge. Mm-hmm. I don't have to give up power. You, you know, you're a baby. Uh, if you think you have to give up power just because you got cancer, the end. He, yeah, he kind of is just a vessel for Brian Cranston to monologue. 
Yeah. Um, they do actually, that a lot here. Actually, his hotness, can I, uh, quick tangent, just about hotness of characters on television in general. Is that okay? Sure. Because I got in a discussion about this with a friend. I am actually very glad a guy like him is not a main character on this show because certain prestige shows, if their actors are too hot, it totally takes me out. Like um, a USA show or like the OC, which I watched in high school, if, if there are... If there are uggos in that cast, like, I'm not, get it out of there. Those people need to be the hottest people alive. Okay, fair. But, like, this or, I don't know, uh, Oz, I assume, I, <laughs> the the people, they need, they need uggos to make it feel more real. Do you agree with me or not? I, I, I've been watching Lovecraft Country, and I don't like it that much, and I think it's because the cast is too hot for a prestige show. So, um... I just like looking at hot people, but I get what you're saying. There's uh-huh. a certain amount of, like, how Walt is kind of, you know, he's not terrible to look at, but he's not sexy, right? Yeah. That like, you you need. Like, you want somebody with a, I, I don't know, but then, like, Paul Giamatti has a whole career basically being predicated on mm-hmm. the fact that he's just the antithesis of hotness. So I'm not sure what to say. Well, the, I, the kind of hot I want in Breaking Bad is your Ted Banneke, your Bob Odenkirk. Yeah. I, what I call yeah, real Bob world Odenkirk's hot. Here. Yeah, I mean... Mm-hmm. I, I get it. I, I also think Marie is kind of pretty, too. She's pretty hot. Kind of. Uh, I I wouldn't say, like, she. I, I think she's, like, real world hot, though. Would you, you say that? You think she's real world? So, okay, then, but you you notoriously find Skylar unattractive unless she's uh, scheming, it yeah. seems as though. Uh, what is, who is the hottest lady, then? But, like. Oh, Marie's the hottest lady, but there's just not yeah. a lot of hot ladies, which is good. You want that. <laughs> Who's the, so there's really only like the two ladies. I guess there's yeah. Lydia too. Lydia's pretty cute, bit. but also yeah. like, not like, whoa, like distracts me. Oh, what was a wowza? Yeah, yeah, I guess they really keep it realistic in terms of their uh, hotness. And for a non-sexy quotient. show, you want that. Uh, yeah. But I was watching Lovecraft Country and it's like, okay, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but every actor in that is the hottest person they could find. Uh, <laughs> and it's shot beautifully. But sure. Because I'm like, it's the 1950s. You wouldn't. You're not all that hot. Takes me out of it. Yeah, because you know everybody in the 1950s, they weren't looking as sharp as they're looking. No, you right? don't look. Yeah, don't. Journey Smollett, I love you, but and you're really good at acting. But come, come on, <laughs> come on. No, no one, no one looked like you back then. You're gorgeous. <laughs> uh, all right, so mm-hmm. we're back in we're back Breaking, Breaking Bad. Bad. Sorry, I needed to do that. I had to. You had to talk about hot people. I sometimes have to take a minute and just think about hot people because they're they're great. They are. Oh, they're great. It's just you know I don't want them in my Breaking Bad's. I don't want them in my Better Call Sauls. Sure. I want I want them in my Burn Notice. I want them in <laughs> my uh, TNT's Las Vegas. Oh, I like them in Sabrina, and I will talk about Sabrina in every episode. That's fine. I, uh, That's, yeah. I like them. Who's another? What's another show with a high quotient of hotties? The Good Place has four main hotties. That's nice. Uh, Dexter, I'm watching right now. That needs hotties. You can't have you, that show with uggos. You gotta have some hotties. Yeah. That's uh, cool. But, like, like Hank couldn't be a detective in Burn Notice. Hank can be. <laughs> Hank gets gets it in Breaking Bad. Yeah, Hank mm-hmm. is is right. They Hank's, it's perfect casting in Breaking mm-hmm. Bad, sure. Yeah. Uh, okay, sorry. That's just... Anyway, Hot Man makes Walt monologue. Yes. I think he has five uh, lines, so we'll talk about him. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, we 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 already covered the interview scene, and so then after that, where does it go? 
uh, uh, we see Skylar just zipping up some money. Oh, yes. She does that thing with the little vacuum hose thing. Uh-huh. And it's uh, just, she doesn't do much for this episode, it feels like, right? I uh, think that she, literally might be it. She also eats dinner at some oh, point. Oh, yeah. She eats dinner and she talks about how she's like really getting into this manager shit. Yeah. And I get to find out. What has been a burning question of mine for, I guess, <gasps> 22 episodes, what Marie does, what On the Phone Lady does, and it's not telemarketing. Mm-hmm. She is an x-ray technician, and sure that is. seems like a great job. Good for her. I was so mad. I was listening to her, and they mentioned everything about her work buttered, like, title, and then she said x-ray, and I was like, ah, nards, Meg knows. <laughs> Uh, my, my short-term memory and just concentration is shot because, uh, I am on week four of really shitty sleep. Uh-huh. So had you not pointed that out and gone back, I wouldn't have been able to recall anything to be fair. Well, yeah, I did. Point oh no, it. really bad sleep. Really bad sleep. Really bad sleep. Meg, fuck. Oh, Adam, no. Adam, take it back. The Lord is listening. This is too hard and I feel stifled. I might. All right. If you want to give up. I mean, I can, I can believe what we've done so far. You know, if you feel stifled, I don't want that because we should always be working towards progress in our lives and in our creativity. Um, I think it's just, yeah, I don't know. Let's just be trying to be. I mean, I'm about to erupt okay. with, so with, I, it's. I'm about to erupt with cum. God damn it. <laughs> I can't believe it was you and not me. I know. Fuck. Okay. Shit. Uh, tits. tits. Is it done? Tits, tits. ass balls. Fuck. Okay. All penis, right. penis. How many minutes did, was that? It was 22 minutes. Oh my God, that's way longer than I thought it was I mean, be. there was some cracks in the armor before that. <laughs> uh, I guess we'll try again next week. Okay. Will we? We're kind of in a hurry this week, and I feel like it's not our fault. Okay, that's fair. Okay. Yeah. It feels like it's my fault. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. No. It's All just, right. It's just, it's not... Yeah, I wanted those kids to listen. So in this dinner conversation, we find out that uh, Walt's cancer is in remission and uh, Hank would like to go to a Geodes show. And that's kind of... That's really all. That's that's it. And then they go to the Geodes show and on the way you hear Walt. This is something like... One of the things that I find really rewarding about this is when I can listen up and use my listening ears to find things that I know you'll you'll enjoy. And one of those things is like, I know that Adam enjoys Walt gleefully describing all the different types of crystals and rock mm-hmm. formations he owned in college. Um, and so that was a conversation that he was having a very one-sided conversation with Hank about that. And uh, I could tell that it would probably tickle you pink. Yeah, I liked it a lot. You know, I like those those conversations where it's kind of real worldy. Uh, yeah, and it was also it, I, pretty sure it's the first time we've heard Walt not like use his little like Walt either Walt tough boy voice or Walt like telling a grand lie voice. He was just like talking about shit he likes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, and I think it was honestly the very first instance in almost the full fucking half the series where he's not trying to manipulate somebody. And we're kind of getting into this space that you and I haven't been to yet. Now that I'm thinking about it, and I, I guess maybe not, but. Where, uh, how do I describe this? Because, like, season five is a final season, so, like, shit changes a lot. Uh, yeah. But uh, this, we're in, like, a middle of a, of a season, and, like, things are less in flux than they normally are. Like, there's more of a status quo than we've seen, where it's just, like, people kind of live in their lives. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, shit's happening, obviously, but I don't know. It's just it, the volume just feels turned down a little bit, and it's kind of it's kind of interesting, especially yeah. after like. Go on, sorry. No, no. Uh, it is interesting to see that they're just kind of like existing in the end. Hank's just doing his day job in a way he's not supposed to be doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Walt's just driving around his brother-in-law, like or or what have you. It's uh, it, it's you're right. It's not like life or death constantly all the time. It seems mm-hmm. so that that has been interesting to see. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, we get more of that, and uh, yeah, it's uh, good television, good fucking television. Oh, that's some shit ass good fucking titty television. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna uh, bleep that one out? That was a bad one. Huh? I'm not gonna bleep any of this shit out. I'm not doing that. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, so let me just scroll my boner over this Wikipedia screen to <laughs> figure out what's next. Uh, well, don't mind me while I come all over my stuff. Just oh, pretty wet closet over there, Meg. It's a wet ass closet. Wet uh, ass. <laughs> Uh, okay, so, uh, oh, yeah, they definitely don't go to the Geo Show because uh, Hank has a bug. He's got a fucking bug. A bug for Walter. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, I need to put this bug on <laughs> Gus's car. And Walter goes, this is a bad idea to use this bug. Uh, and while they're just screaming bug open mouth into each other's throats. Mm-hmm. Um, a pre-COVID time when you could do, get away with that. <laughs> Mike pulls up uh, and he's like, let me re- casually read the paper while I watch mm-hmm. this exchange. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike's one of those people who later on you assume once you could get the New York Times digital subscription. He's like, just the just the paper version, please. Yeah, I still want the paper. Because you could buy one, the other, or both for just like a little bit more than one of them. And he's like, nope, just the paper. That's funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, So let's see. Finally, Walt agrees to do it. He goes, he kind of fakes it out. Then he goes into the Chicken Brothers shop and mm-hmm. uh, tells uh, Gus with a real like fixed pained look on his face like i didn't do it and gus is like go do it just mm-hmm. just, just do it yeah go gus is a real coy bitch in this episode yeah and it's very very nice uh yeah and then walt goes in he does it and then we we know later that gus just kind of drove it from home and back and when he needed to do drug stuff he just put it on the trash can yeah <laughs> i found that interesting how it didn't track the movement to the trash can i guess maybe it wasn't it was it could have been, you know, error. Yeah, um, and it could have, it could have just been any time he like moved out a little bit. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. Uh, so then, what's next? Help me, guide me, sir, on this path. Well, well, what happens next is, oh, Walt runs back and he uh, he's like talks to a camera because he's trying to. He's trying to get his Insta channel to go viral, and so he's he's doing these selfie videos where he does characters, and they're fun. Uh, yeah, and I don't want to go down the road. Okay, uh, so yeah. then. so then he explains. Oops, my phone fell. Then he explains that uh, he didn't. He wasn't intending to uh, participate in the bugging of his car. He's like, it wasn't my fault. There was a bug. There's a bug. Uh, yeah. <laughs> To this camera, and I don't know what he was expecting to have happen. He's like, it, it, I don't want us to get found out. I don't want to, to X, Y, or Z. You got to believe me, please. And 
that was kind of, I'm just going to put this at the worst angle possible. There we go. Yeah. Um, Are you close and, to your mic? I, where's your mic? I don't even know. Is it like close enough to you? Oh, okay, cool. My mic is here. Oh, perfect. I thought I thought maybe it would help with the echo if I was a little farther away yeah, because it seemed like that I was closer. I don't know. Let's, so let's, that's all. Let's experiment. Experiment. Um, I feel like you can, anyways. Um, you can fix it in post. I, I had I that depth of knowledge, I would. This podcast would sound a lot better than it does. <laughs> oh, um, if I could fix things in post, guys. I I am sorry for the rat fucking we give your ears every week, but uh. Uh, anyway, Meg just uh, laugh yawned. I and I shook my head a little afterwards too. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So and so he's just like, "Hey, the DA, they got nothing, dude. We're tight. Don't worry about it." And then Mike later actually talks to Gus. He's like, "Walter's right. They got nothing." Uh, and so that's and and it also was like Hank's kind of committing career suicide if uh. Gus is brought up to his ASAC uh, mm-hmm. anytime soon. So it is, this is where we kind of talked in the past about Hank operating outside the confines of the law. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he even addresses this. And this is where I see why you have a problem with some of his choices. Cause yeah, to just illegally bug a car with a device mm-hmm. you get off a of sky mall, that's kind of fucking, that's a wild choice, you know? Oh, yeah, he got the bug off Sky Mall. <laughs> yeah. Which is very fun. Uh, yeah, he called it extra legal, which is, yes. you know, illegal. Yes, it's, uh, I think also extra legal things are like if you choose to pull through a gas station to avoid a stoplight, that's an extra legal move, but maybe that's yeah. just unlawful, I'm not sure. And so I, I kind of like how the writers had the Hank, like, kind of, kind of, kind of catching on to Gus, um, and like right when he was probably about to, Gus just gets killed by Walt because if they would have had like Gus get caught, no, no, it would have held up in court and that wouldn't have been fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Gus is so fucking smart. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know, like I, this is going to be an unpopular opinion, but I think his, he's a little sexy. Uh, I don't think that's unpopular. To, to think that Gus is sexy. Yeah. Oh, but okay. he's like not TV sexy. No, he's, but he's like, there's something about that man. Yeah. I know he's a fucking crazy person and I'm probably not his type, but there's something pretty sexy about that Gus guy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he's crazy. I think he's just like, uh, focused. Is that the word? Yeah. I guess he has moral ambiguity. That's not that ambiguous. He's got bad morals cause he's mm-hmm. fine with killing and pushing drugs and everything. Mm-hmm. And he seems like. He seems like he'd be a nightmare to date because he's so picky. Yeah. Uh, but all that being said, there's something pretty sexy about, you know, a man, an ambitious man who's got it together, right? Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, oh, we kind of skipped the scene because next is Wal- Walter goes over to Jesse's house to yes. ask him to kill. But we skipped a scene where Bobby Odes uh, goes oh. to uh, uh, to Andrea's house. To give her some cheddar. Yeah, we shan't skip this scene because it's just too damn great. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks as though Andrea has just recently moved into a new house with a rent that is just so fucking reasonable that it mm-hmm. makes me sick. A full house for $1,200. Yeah. That's... Can you imagine? Guys, when you live on the coast like Meg and I do, that is just... Oh, you get... The smoke comes out of your ears when you hear that. Yeah, it, it it makes you fume. It it, I, it crushes the soul, I suppose. I, I audibly yelled 
when she said that, where are your nine roommates? <laughs> if you're paying $1,200 for that amount of space. You Jesus. all share one bathroom, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then what else happens? Oh, there's a very funny bit. It's just, oh, I, yes, I, I'm, I'm actually surprised it didn't get cut out of the episode because it could have been. Mm-hmm. Um, Bob Odenkirk starts talking to Brock about like, hey, I used to chase girls with sticks. And then to cut away and let some time pass, they didn't have to write the whole conversation. They see Huel outside and a neighbor just kind of eyeballing him. And then it cuts <laughs> back in and Bob's telling a very like impassioned story about a lost love on the playground to Brock. Oh, It's very fun. Yeah, and then she moved to Scottsdale, and he was like, you got to go take your shots, man. Learn from me. My life would be totally different. And Brock was like, okay. And this is actually interesting. That character, I haven't seen him have a positive interaction with a male character outside of Jesse. He always kind of just side-eyes Walt. So it was kind of cool to see him like be like, okay, Mr. Bob Odenkirk, whatever I mean, you he's, say. If, if there's anyone I can imagine being good with kids, it would be Saul. You really? You think so? Look at him. He looks like a clown. I, well, I mean, like a sexy clown. Yeah, a hot clown. Yeah. So what is it, like, I know you're talking about the TV realism of the hotness, but when you get to Bob Odenkirk, objectively, that's just That takes me out of it, but that's, that goes through the uncanny hot valley, where <laughs> it's it's so hot that it's just a treat to be, like, entering your corneas at all. Yeah, no, that's mm-hmm. fair. You don't really get gifted that type of image mm-hmm. very often. Such like, per- divine perfection. If it's so hot that I'm just like coming like a fire hose when he's on screen, then yeah, that's fine because that feels good. <laughs> but if it's just like come dripping out of a regular faucet. Or like if I just got a, a crummy old boner, then <laughs> I don't want it. I don't want that. Oh, yeah. Boners are a real pain in the ass. Uh, nightmare. Yeah. Just get them out of here. No, thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, after oh, then Jesse's in the car, and he's like, I don't want to see her. But okay. But uh, I'm Jesse. Uh, is I what he don't, says. Yeah, he just goes, oh, right, and he stops away. And then, you know, Bob Odenker goes, do you need a ride? And I was a little touched by that. Like, he would be fine helping out Jesse get home, and I just thought it was sweet. <laughs> he's good people, but Bob Odenkirk. In that, char- that character is, again, morally ambiguous, but you love him for it, I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so then, what happens? Oh, uh, yeah, so we're at Jesse's house, and Walt's like, you gotta kill Gus soon. Come on, man. <laughs> and uh, Jesse's like, okay, Jesus, okay. And Walt checks his phone, and he sees that Jesse's probably gonna have a meeting, or had a meeting with my, with Gus scheduled that got canceled. Yes, that was something where we talked about how there wasn't passcodes at that time, but wouldn't he still have noticed that his text message had been read already? Because, you know, it usually shows up, like, usually on those old phones would show up, like, bolded as it was unread. Now... Maybe if he just read it on the home screen, because I'm pretty sure you could just do that. Okay, we'll just go with that explanation. What's, uh, yeah, I I just remember responding with T9Word. Oh, yeah. That was the cause of much confusion and annoyance. You hit hit one a bunch of times till you got to the C. Okay, and, um... Oh boy, and then uh, oh geez, guys, oh, geez. I, I am sorry. I'm having so much trouble. Just like rap. Th- this episode felt, besides the very, very, very end, a little transitiony. So I was having trouble wrapping my head around exactly what happened. 
No, okay, so that wasn't just me, because, yeah, there was a lot of just, like, setup for things that came that we've already seen and not, or addressing things I haven't seen yet. I still and liked not, it. I like this episode a lot, but, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Um, oh, okay, yeah, okay, well, we're actually done, except for the very, very main, clearly the... The, the the meat of this episode? The temple scene of this episode. Yeah. Um, which is that Bob Odenkirk scene, so bye, everyone. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, Gus goes and see Hector again in present day, mirroring the cold open. Mm-hmm. And uh, the show, which doesn't do a lot of, like, long flashbacks, does, like, a 15-minute flashback sequence of Gus in I, the 70s? Or is it the... I, it wasn't that long ago. I mean, he's, at most, it was like 15 to 20 years ago. Yeah. I think that was in the 80s, or early 90s, in my opinion, because none of them are that much younger, you know? I mean, they're, I mean, yeah, yeah. They're younger, younger, but like, Gus is still a man probably in his 30s there. uh, And, uh, wow, Hector Salamanca's voice, not what I was expecting at all. Do you, have you ever seen that actor in anything? I don't think so. I, he's been in a million things, but the one thing I remember him just as soon as I saw him, I was like, oh my God, it's, uh, did you ever see Ace Ventura, Pet Detective? Not in a long time, so I wouldn't be uh, able to play some. He plays Ace Ventura's landlord in the beginning. Okay. And when uh, Ace is trying to avoid him because he doesn't want to pay rent and they knocks on his door and he goes, Ventura. And then <laughs> Jim Carrey goes, yes, Satan. And it's very funny. Oh, that sounds like a classic Jim Carrey line mm-hmm. in that movie. Yep. He talks out of his butt. We should watch that. Okay, Just we'll like for it. fun. We don't need to record it. <laughs> you want, next time you have a, a a day to yourself, let's uh, Netflix party. Ace Pop Ventura. On Ace Ventura. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's do it. Uh, so, yeah, we got young Gus, who actually does look, and the actor does a good job, like, acting younger. He's, like, less yeah. assured. He's, like, just more like, oh, boy, I'm excited to be at the table with the big kids. Yeah. Um, um, Don Eladio, who looks the exact same. Yeah, and then they have... Uh, what was his partner's name? I forgot. Uh, oh, Max. Okay. Max. So Max is there and Max is like, sit down. You're making me nervous. You, you won't just chill out. Hector comes out. He pees in the pool and pees freely and is just mm-hmm. so pleased with himself. Don mm-hmm. Eladio comes out. They're all drinking tequila. It was weird um, foreshadowing when Hector went, I'll be able to pee on my own forever. <laughs> Nothing will ever stop this. Look at me walking around. You can't take that away from me. I love uh, to pee yeah. on, uh, of my own volition. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, that was a weird choice. And he lifted up his shirt and went, do you see a colonoscopy bag? Col- colostomy bag? I don't see one. <laughs> what there are you going to do gonna about be it? What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Uh, Don Eladio comes out and he's like, hey, you make great chicken, but what the fuck is with this methamphetamine shit? I should stop yawning talking because that's mm-hmm. probably rude in some cultures or to you in general. Yeah, I felt um, slighted. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, and Hec- I'm not, not Hector, but uh, Gus is like, hey, this was the only way we could get your attention. We want you to get an idea about our meth. It's really good stuff. I kind of enjoyed while this scene was in subtitles and I was a sleepy bee and didn't really enjoy reading. I did like every time they would talk about crank or hillbillies that they'd say that in English uh, mm-hmm. because there's just no word for it, I guess. Hillbillies. Crank. Speed up and da Crank. Like, you know, they're saying something in Spanish and then you just slip in. Uh, when he said, Santa and say por favor, and I was like, 
muscle memory just made me like sit down immediately because that's what my Spanish teacher used to say to the class. Hmm. Uh, hola, class. Uh, Sienten, say por favor. Did you ever take Spanish, Meg? I took Spanish up until seventh grade, but I have a real inability to learn foreign languages no matter how hard I try. Same. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, I'm really bad at it. I don't know any Spanish. I literally uh, know those two words. <laughs> I uh, I think they eventually were just like, that's okay. You can stop trying for me. And I didn't have to do foreign language anymore because it was impossible for me. <laughs> I think, okay, here's what, so here's what we need to do. Hmm. You shouldn't, like, we shouldn't make English, like, we need one language for the world, okay. but it shouldn't be English. It should uh, be a, an amalgamation of all the languages? We should make a new one and just be like, all right, everyone, we can all talk to each other. We have phones and satellites. Now, <laughs> let's just did that last step. We're going to make a new language. Uh, it, it can be called but, buck fucking I don't know. It, uh, <laughs> but it, but we all, it's it, in it, not amalgamation, nothing. It's completely new. Okay. Uh-huh. And it's beautiful. I mean, all right, let's do it. I'm down. Yeah. So we just need some dork to type it up. And which one of us will be the dork? Oh, I don't want to do it. I'm busy. All right, fine. I'll do it. You'll you'll make the new language? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll make the whole new language for all of humanity. Because if you you pick a language that already exists, well, then you're like, oh, their history is more important. You can't do that because then people will feel left out. Yeah, but then people are going to be... Erecting monuments to the fallen languages, like, you know, fucking Civil War monuments, and it's going to be a whole problem. That's true. Yeah, there's a lot of... We got it. Yeah. We're going to have to think on this for a couple There's some details minutes. to iron out, but, you know, that it, it would be nice if I could just go to Estonia and be like, uh, ze, hello. I, they, I wouldn't say hello. It translate that to whatever the yeah, new sure. language is. Yeah, sure. But fucking but, but fuck, but fucking ease. Yeah. Uh, and then they'd be like, oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Side. That was a sidebar. I just. <laughs> I'm on board. I'm 100% on board. I'm going to start this language after my swim class in a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't you. got anything else to do tonight. So. Hey, you got a swim class. Yeah, we got to. Sorry, we're on a little bit of time crunch, people. Meg's got a. Are you learning to swim or? I'm the best person at swimming. You know this about me. Well, I was, yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, she can't be learning to swim because she surfs unless she's like a day walker where she can only surf, but the swimming part (laughs) she can't do. No. um, So better hope you don't wipe out. (laughs) I only ever ride them into shore and back again. No, I, uh, I'm a really good swimmer. I, you sometime, if we ever in the pool together, I'll, I'll, I'll race you and I'll. I'll, You will destroy me. I was I literally joined swim team my junior year as a joke, and I, like, got destroyed. I can't do half the strokes without getting disqualified. <laughs> well, uh, for me, I am a very good swimmer, but this swim class is just a exercise class. It's, a, like, a water fitness type of mm. uh, water resistance training class that I enjoy very much because there's a social component to it that I don't get very often now That's that nice. there's a yeah and it's just happening at four and there's just nothing I could do about it and I'd like to do it that's okay so. don't go do it is it in your building it is oh that's good yes so you don't have to drive now that don't deal with that LA traffic am I right yeah oh it's bad it's, <sighs> you know about that I do you know about it um did I tell you about the time when I was on the swim team and I accidentally uh, dove in during the wrong race? Okay, yeah, you know. Yeah, that you told me about that in the stand-up class. You told the whole story about it. Oh, right, 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 right. Um, yeah, yeah, that was pretty embarrassing. But <laughs> Okay, uh, so they're talking. They're trying to hash out deals. They're trying to be businessmen. It's, uh, Mike and or Gus and Max, at some points, kind of feel like 
two little boys in a trench coat. Yeah, they mm-hmm. seem a little out of place there. They seem like they're trying to play grown up, and mm-hmm. the they're kind of getting pulled through the ringer. And what is the impetus for the whole big event that happens next? I feel like uh, they were like the one bulls, uh, Don Eladio and Hector. None of them were ever gonna uh, actually like listen to them or take them seriously. Uh, but uh, the, they were talking about how like oh we did like they gave samples to some of Don Eladio's like dealers. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, well, why are you trying to undercut us, man? And they're like, oh no, we didn't, we didn't mean to, we didn't mean to. Like, listen, we can make the stuff. It's so much more addictive. You're gonna like it so much. And they're just kind of like trying to talk themselves out of a corner. And you're a gunshot. And yes. Hector has shot Max in the noodle. Yeah, that that you. There's no coming back from that one. It mm-hmm. was very random. I really didn't like seeing it. And yeah. I was mad at you for not saying something, Adam. Yeah, uh, I, I, I. <laughs> well, because it's not that violent. Like you don't see much. You see blood squirting out the side of his head. I had forgotten about that. <laughs> there, but uh, you're right. I. I will say there, there is a scene in this season that I've been dreading watching with you because it's I think it's the most violent scene in Breaking Bad and it is random. And I'll, I, I'm like, I, I know before we watch, I'm going to have to tell her because I'll be so upset. Well, is it does it involve it, explosives? No, we've already oh. seen that. I thought there'd be other explosives. I, I mean, I've already said too much, but there's a very violent scene coming up, and I will tell I will pre warn you. you. Ma- listeners, if you've you. seen the show, you know what I'm talking about. But uh, text me if you don't remember. Don't text Meg. She Please know. text me. I, I'm very lonely. Or just text Meg just to be like, hey, I was from class. Yeah, I'll tell you all about it. Um. Yeah, but thank ZipRecruiter fucking thanks swim class or else we'd be really oh. digging our claws into you right now. Oh, ZipRecruiter, you got it off. You got off too easy, my friends. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, so they kill They kill this fella. And Gus is like, um, uh, why did you do that? <laughs> Please don't. And then they put they put Gus on the ground next to his dead body. And uh, oh, we should probably mention that it's. I said there is theories that not theories. I guess that those two are like lovers. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Hector makes a little like like they would like penis joke at them, and that could have just been general misogyny. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I don't know the way. Yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of am like, okay, they're clearly, they like each other a lot. Yeah, I think it seems fair to say that they Gus and Max were, like, more than just partners' partners. They were involved with each other. That seems mm-hmm. like a reasonable thing to say. Yeah, and they're both probably really good kissers. Yeah. God, boy, kissing. Kissing's the times, best. There's a, times, there's a times little, and then sometimes they're big, but never mm-hmm. in between. Yep. Nay, yeah. There's no such thing as a medium kiss. That's a so, song I wrote. Good job. Uh, yeah, okay, and then, and then the, and then, so this kind of gives you a little more, like, oh, that's why Gus wanted to murder all those people and taunt that, that decrepit old man. Yes, it makes absolute sense why, uh, Gus went out of his way to taunt, uh, and beleaguer, I don't know, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm at a loss for words, but it also makes me feel... I don't know Gus that well, but then I'm like, oh, well, then Hector got the last laugh when he did the worst thing. Yeah, I feel that a little bit, too. It's almost like Gus created his own demise in Walter. Huh. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Hmm. Well, maybe, or maybe the lesson is like, hey, you get your revenge, maybe just, like, be cool about it. Don't keep rubbing in this old man's face. <laughs> Every, like, week for years. 
and or I don't know. I guess we've only seen him meet twice, but still. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. The world's a complicated place, Meg. I have no qualms with you saying that. I just there's a lot of moral ambiguity on this show. Mm-hmm. I like things a little more black and white, but I can't always have what I like because that's just how it is. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. So okay. Well, yeah. I think that's the end of the episode. They, yeah. You see the you see the bloody water again. Um, Meg, how'd you how'd you how'd you like it? I know you got to go soon. I feel like this was a B plus, and uh, in reality, it's a mm-hmm. transitional episode that like put me. I I like to see the acting. I did not know what the fuck was going on. So in terms of rewatchability, going backwards, I wouldn't say this was one that you could depend on to like be super entertaining. Um, mm. But I do. I like Gus's story a lot, and that's why it's a B plus. Yeah, there's some episodes uh, which is fun when we're watching it this way where. Where it's crazy, where I'm like, oh, if they were, for whatever reason, doing this weird idea where they did a 60-episode show in reverse chronological order, there's some episodes, especially in season five, where they're, I'm like, this would be fine. Like, this is how you would do it. Um, but then there's episodes like this where you're like, okay, yeah, that it would be different if this was on purpose. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, you got time for a quick under five? Let's do a quick under five. Quick under five. Guys, we like to call out the heroes that make this world feel lived in and not just like a meth-filled hellscape. <laughs> we got one today playing, uh, I like to call him the hot cancer man, but in oh, reality, yeah. he is billed as cancer patient. Oh, there we uh, go. And his name, and with, I definitely recommend Googling it because his headshot is hot. Oh, God, I can't uh, wait to see. Michael... Oh, Sheets. Michael uh, Sheets, you hot man. Uh, brother of Alan Pillowcase. <laughs> uh, that was a weird, weird one. Go for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, his uncle Don, 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 uh, Don Comforter. Don Comforter? Don Duvet, maybe? Yeah, Don Duvet is, uh, <laughs> yeah, and his mom, Helen Bedskirt. Anyway, yeah. uh, so he's been in just... A lot of stuff. Mostly the TV series Grimm, which he seems to have been a regular on. No, oh, right on. Or he was in six episodes. He's in Manhattan, and he was in, he's in something called Those Who Wait, which is in post-production. Good for you. Uh, oh, yeah, it gets a good amount. He's in a lot of, like, he's a treasury agent in Sicario. Uh, sure. And, uh, yeah, Grimm looks like his biggest, biggest thing. Um, well. First, first. Okay. Role in 2006 in a show called Wildfire. Well, come on the show, Michael Sheets. Uh, we'd love to have you talk about the the shit that you do that we all love. We go fucking baddie for, and most mm-hmm. of what we love is that you're a hot guy who had a conversation with Walter where you were scared. And please d- tell, give us some gossip on the set of Wildfire. <laughs> Where the tagline for season two seems to be truth, period, trouble, period, temptation, period. <laughs> Just a couple of hot keywords, some SEO for you to guide your episode. The show Wildfire, I, I cannot tell what network it's on, but it, it, it looks like a show that it really needs hot people in it. And so <laughs> it sounds like you were right for it, Michael. Good for you. Um, well, we pandered, we, gave, we called out some heroes. We, we talked about an episode of television. Yeah, sorry. We learned a lot. So, uh, yeah. I think, until next time. Until next time. A mighty uh, fine Heisenberg, Heisenberg to, to you, fair, fair listeners. Listener.
Bye.